Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of SpinCast. Today, we're diving back into the great realm of collegiate esports. Joining us is Bovi Zhang from Cadi College in Nevada, Missouri. He is the esports program director there. Um, so without further ado, Bovi, go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us um, a little bit about your past. Where did your passions in gaming and esports start? And kind of how did those take you down your path, um, which is a lot of interesting stops along the way from your yeah. uh, the little uh, bio description that I saw before we started recording. Um, but how did that take you to um, your current position at Caddy? Okay. Awesome. So I'll start. My name is Bovi Zhang. Um, I used to be located in Washington, D.C., <clears throat> And I moved into Missouri, Nevada to obviously get a position as an esports director for Cotty College. Uh, let's backtrack a little bit of how I started into esports and what kind of drove me into this, this market and industry. So back in the day, I used to be a player for my college. It was like a club. It was something for fun. And we had a bunch of kids uh, in our dorms just playing League of Legends, right? And that was kind of really the first spark my interest. Like, hey, this is something that's really fun that I can see myself doing. So... After that, I kind of transitioned into something like, obviously, I finished college, I got a job, and it came to my mind, was this it, right? I worked as my school as an IT manager, and I came to realization was that, did I really spend all my time in college just to do this, to work under a company, not knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm being told what to do, to get the paycheck at the end of the day, or hit my goals, I was supposed to hit. Right. And that kind of came to me is like, there has to be something much more than that. Right. And I guess one day out of the blue, I quit my job. All right. It was a spur of the moment. Uh, I took my dog. I have a Siberian Husky and we went on a road trip for two months to every single state in the U.S. And the whole reason of why I took the trip was to figure out what I wanted to do in life. Right. I feel like a lot of people ask themselves, like, what is my passion? What is my goals? So I guess the first thing that came to my mind was esports. Right. Playing in competitive esports and games like that. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. This is something I can dive down and really enjoy. And mm -hmm. I just decided, hey, I wanted to be a part of esports. The second hardest question I had during that trip was how the heck to be a part of something if you never done it in the first place. Right. How, how am I supposed to be a part of the industry if I don't know what to do? Right. Mm -hmm. And I guess that kind of took some time and I figured out a way. Uh, I developed a company called Ember Z Gaming. And basically what that was, was we built competitive players together, placed them in our own TeamSpeak server when TeamSpeak was actually, you know, pretty popular. Uh, and we basically built teams and we made events within the TeamSpeak and the winner of our event got sponsored to a LAN event. Mm -hmm. Right. And obviously the first game was League of Legends uh, because I played it and I was able to understand the player base, understand the game itself. And I kind of transitioned into a winning team that we actually went to land. Uh, we got second place in land TS, uh, DreamHack, Montreal, third place, fourth place. We went to EGLX. And I guess during that time frame is when I started to expand into Overwatch, which was in EU. Uh, and the team name was actually called Flashpoint Esports. All right. So we, we saw the winning team and I started to develop a brand around it. Right. Like, oh, this is something we can actually do and actually compete and win some money. And so that kind of transition, we got into Smite, we got into Paladins, H1Z1 when that was a game, PUBG, and we decided to expand into many different types of games. And I guess that itself from why I started the organization got me into a position with Beshitas, which is a Turkey club, a soccer club in Europe. Uh, very interesting, right? Obviously it's a weird opportunity because how, how am I speaking to an international person? So I knew a guy that was looking for a PUBG coach, 
right? Mm-hmm. When Pugsy was all the rise. And that was something I was really good at. And I transitioned. I was like, hey, let's do it. Let's bring a team in and see what we can do with the whole club. Uh, and as we brought the team in, the team won a few events. We went to some contenders, the pro scene. Um, and I guess during that time frame, with my growth, we decided to, hey, we need to build multiple teams for the club. So my role transitioned into the senior operations manager for Bechitas to build their esports program from the ground up, finding teams and players that they need to compete in and kind of go into. And that's kind of how I got into that spot. It's like, okay, let's pick up teams. Let's figure out how we're going to recruit for a football club uh, and kind of build a scene with, with itself. So we picked up multiple teams with League of Legends, CSGO, um, Rocket League, Clash of, uh, Clash of Clans, and things like that. And I guess the, the interesting thing for this club is that we, we decided to focus on the female region of gamers. Okay. Right? Just because the hot is a huge stigma that gaming is male dominant. And I was like, okay, this is actually something that's not true. Uh, because I, I seen multiple people out there that's able to compete at the same level and even higher than you know their male counterparts i was like okay this is something that we can grow and kind of go into this market and kind of diverse everything else because this is the only sport that it doesn't matter who you are where you're from you're able to kind of merge yourself into it and play the game you're passionate about talk about and hang out with the community of gamers which is something that is surreal to kind of begin with so I took that. We pick up an all-female CSGO team, and they won multiple DreamHacks events from yeah. their female league. Uh, we also picked up a League of Legends all-female team that was very respectable in her scene. They went to Gamers Festival in Dubai. It's a very huge scene in the Mideast and uh, the Europe scene. So that position was kind of interesting how I got it, and it kind of transitioned to me to the position I have now, mm-hmm. which is – the director of esports for Cotty College. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I think it's surreal uh, because I never expected to work with a s- students before. Mm-hmm. All right, it wasn't a it's like, hey, I want to work for a college because I didn't really like school as much, and I felt like, oh, I'm coming back to teach how how to game in a college, mm-hmm. and for me, that's that's an opportunity, right? Because just looking at it itself, that how do you grow the future of esports? You grow it from the students. You train them. You develop them. You grow them to the future of what we want to image what esports can be for all of us, right? We're in this because this is something we enjoy. This is something we're passionate about. And if I'm able to kind of grow fundamentals of students and their mindset of future esports athletes, esports is going to be a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. The whole scene is going to change. There's going to be more professionalism. There's going to be people that are much better because they're trained to be better. And that's something that that's how you build a fundamental and a foundation for the future of any business to grow. So I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's take this opportunity and kind of go into this college and kind of build a team for them and kind of train them within esports, teach them about esports and hopefully grow that into the future. So that's kind of, you know, my spill, my rant. I rant a lot about esports and stuff (laughs) like that, but that's a little bit about myself. Uh, before we kind of continue on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely incredible. And I really do love to start, you know, the podcast off with these introductions because, you know, again, it gives you a platform to, for the younger, you know, the younger audience, the younger students to be like, wow. So like, that's what my path could look like, right? All this yeah. great experience, these, you know, different jobs in these different areas of esports of like, it really encapsulates like all the possibilities and opportunities in the esports space, right? Working overseas um, for a Turkish, you know, football club, um, for esports, right? And then lo, lo, uh, tripping over my words, um, working for a college in, you know, the heart of America in Missouri um, for collegiate esports is absolutely incredible to see. 
um, and really kind of showcases all those opportunities. Um, it's crazy about the growth. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Diving into Cadi, um, Cadi College, talk, take me through your program. You know, what teams do you have? What games do you compete in? Um, what competitions do you compete in? Um, just take me through that snapshot of what the program looks like on that day-to-day basis. Of course. So the, the great part, the program started, the unfortunate part of COVID hit exactly when the program started. So there's a lot of recruitments that I wanted to bring in, but we couldn't just because of international. Uh, but currently we do have 12 students already on the roster. We're competing in Overwatch, Valorant. Um, when that scene is kind of take off, because Valorant is probably going to go somewhere for the collegiate scene. Uh, League of Legends, Rocket League, and Smash Brothers. Right. And I feel those core focus games is just very popular within the collegiate scene. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of games like CSGO, R6, Call of Duty that we can't really promote in a school setting. If you, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that's yeah. something that we was like, okay, we got to move to a different route. And Valorant was just a perfect, honestly, a perfect game for the collegiate scene, right? It has mm-hmm. a CSGO feel to it, but it has that animated character that feels like, hey, it's for everybody, you know, it's, you can play yeah. it and promote it in schools. So that's kind of okay, the teams we have currently. Uh, some of them, honestly, are new. <laughs> to gaming yeah. and i i wanted to bring in those people because i wanted to train and teach people about mm-hmm. esports and gaming right mm-hmm. right now us gamers know about esports right this is typical we know about twitch we know about how streaming is content creation we already know that but we need to start educating people that don't right if we keep mm-hmm. kind of pushing ourselves into like oh we're going to go back into the gaming realm of things how is anyone new going to learn so mm-hmm. Bring in new students, teach them about gaming, train them to, hey, guess what? This can be a thing and I can train to become a better gamer, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of educate them and their families into it. And I feel like that's going to be the growth of everything, right? Mm-hmm. People that know esports already know esports. We got to start expanding to people that don't know it and that want to learn about it. And that's something that's, hey, that's just something I want to bring that culture into and kind of build a program off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Build a community. We have great players. We have a community that's backing it and also bring in fundamentals of future students that want to be a part of something like this. I heard a lot of stories about, hey, I don't want to go to college because there was nothing for me. Right now, we're able to give opportunities for students that don't want to do it and be, hey, I want to be a gamer. Guess what? We can train you and come become a gamer and kind of teach you the realm of the market of how to become an esports athlete in the social media realm. And kind of grow from that. And that, that gave so many people opportunities that didn't have opportunities in the, before. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if, I, if they told me esports was the thing, I would have been hot as, yo, give me a college, everything. But, you know, and kind of do this major. But, you know, obviously I grew with the times and now I'm able to kind of build that and bring my passion to people. And that's something that's, that's awesome. It's a good feeling. Right? Absolutely. You know, it's all about, like you said, providing those opportunities and platforms. Cause that's like one of the biggest things missing for younger students, like middle high school and college is that they don't realize that there are so many opportunities and platforms and communities that they can be part of to expand what they're passionate about. Right. And being able to provide that and provide that value for their students is invaluable in itself to say the least. Um, one thing I do want to talk about a little bit more is your time um, at Basitkas. Um, I think that's that right. Basitkas. Um, and that whole building process, right? And that kind of relates to the building process of the esports program at um, Cadi College as well. But what do you focus on when building esports programs, right? Are there anything in particular that comes to mind that like are the make or breaks of building these esports programs? Mm-hmm. To make sure that the teams have that platform that we've been talking about so much to be successful um, and compete day in and day out. It's the people, right? The people you recruit is very important of how you want to build a program. 
honestly, right? There's people that want to do it for certain reasons. And there's people that want to do it because they really love it, right? You can, you can see the passion. You can feel it, right? When somebody is passionate about something, if they want to succeed in this, if they want to be a part of this, you can hear it in their voice, right? It's very genuine. You can, can protrude that. And that's kind of how I build programs, right? I talk to the people. I engage with them. I interview them. I, I kind of want to get to know who they are as people and why they want to be a part of this and kind of grow from that, right? If I'm able to get amazing gamers and players that want to learn and grow and be a part of this whole thing, trust me, they're going to be amazing, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to pull their blood and sweat into it. And those are the people that, you know, it's hard to find, but they're out there. And once you start talking and communicating with the people itself, just because, you know, it, it's, it's good to kind of learn, right? I feel like in this industry itself, it's very small. Like I said, I, I worked for a Turkish soccer club in Europe and I didn't like that opportunity itself will have never happened if esports wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. right? Would have not happened. And there's a lot of big players out there that want to be a part of esports, right? So, oh, you know, NFL players, owners and stuff like that. And being able to kind of talk to them and, hey, this is just a thing that we do because of esports. We're able to connect with each other and talk to each other. That's, that's just amazing, right? It's like one story. I went to Canada and I met the, <clears throat> the basically owner of the Montreal Canadian, Canadians, mm-hmm. right? The hockey team. Right. And we were just talking about esports and kind of dabble into it to see if the hockey uh, realm wanted to be a part of esports because hockey hasn't invested. Right. You got your soccer teams, you got your NFL teams that own teams, you got celebrities that own esports teams. But hockey is still kind of in the background. I say, oh, maybe they might be interested in, you know, coming coming to the eaters and just talking to him. Right. And that connection itself would have not happened if I didn't get involved in esports. So like the realm of how small and how diverse this industry is, it's just amazing. For me, it's just exciting to be a part of it. It's it's an exciting time to kind of grow into it and be all of it. All right. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's what gets me going in the morning, right? I wake up, I, I, I view my work as not work, right? I wake up wanting to come into the office and just spend the entire day, you know, just grinding through all of the projects and making sure that they all develop in the right fashion and hit all the deadlines and everything. Because when it all comes together and we're able to provide what we provide for our students, it's, it's incredible. Right. And yeah, that's it is. Kind of where we both kind of share. Um, one thing I did want to dive in a little bit um, is the um, female, the girl only um, gaming side of things that you did um, yes. over in Turkey. Um, just take me through, you know, that process, right? It's something I feel strongly about that girls need a bigger and a better platform in esports and gaming because, you know, online there's that toxic, toxic behavior and the sexism. Um, so mm-hmm. take me through kind of, you know, why you developed that in that way and what you think you really provided um, for these women in gaming um, so they, they could pursue their passions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we wanted to dive deep into women in gaming just because there's honestly, there's a lot of pocket gamers out there. They, they don't talk just because of sexual harassment. Right. And the gaming realm is very online based. And that's something that I kind of wanted to in my program, Akati, we teach about that. Right. And we teach about how this is what's going to happen, how you protect yourself and how to avoid yourself in situations and things like that. And it kind of, you know, give them the knowledge for the future. So I wanted to build a team for Bajitas for an all-female team um, just because of, hey, this is for everybody, right? You kind of break that stigma itself. Like you could compete. You can play at a competitive level. You don't have to be a watcher. You don't have to do any other thing. You can actually get on an arena with the big boys and compete. That itself just shows empowerment, Right. And I feel like that's something that, especially in the women's community, empowerment and gaming, that gaming is for everybody. It's for you. 
right? And it's not for just the, it just all males and stuff like that. I feel like because of the esports program that we're able to showcase these talents, that's going to change the fundamentals of how they think, right? Mm-hmm. And how people pursue things in the future, right? That's that's the start. You you have to start somewhere, and why not start with a team and showcase them to be the best possible team ever and be able to compete at that limelight and be able to kind of go head to head on these great teams and. That's something that's able to showcase itself, right? That itself is just the picture. It's like, hey, guess what? It's an everybody sport, right? Mm-hmm. Come and join and come compete and don't be afraid about it. And let's do it and push it for the future. So yeah. that's kind of why. That's, you know, I really do think in 10 years, esports will be the world's competition, right? Whatever game that is, it's, it's so big. Like you said, it's, there's no barrier to entry, right? You don't have to be six foot, six, six and 275 pounds and can lift a truck over your head, right? You yeah. can just, you can be anybody and you put the time and the work and the you know effort into it. Obviously it's incredibly hard to master, um, but if you put that work in, you put that time in, like you can be successful, right? It's open to anybody. I absolutely love to see it. Um, kind of moving into some of my last two questions before we lose um, sight of time here mm-hmm. um, is looking at the future of your program at Cotty College. Um, obviously a newer program, COVID kind of slowed everything down for all colleges and universities and really any yeah. kind of esports org because you know, lands went away and you know, the whole world went on pause for a little while. Um, but what's the future look like? You know, what's your plans on continuing to expand and grow your program um, as you pursue that success um, with um, the players that you're recruiting? Mm-hmm. So I guess a future projection right now. So right now, my first year is to kind of gain college knowledge, kind of grow it from the ground up, have students there. Next year, we're going to focus on player development, mm-hmm. right? And finding these players that compete at a you know obviously there's a lot of players that actually don't say they're gamers but there's gamers on we have recruitment sites that actually tell you comment their ranking their names and stuff like that and i feel like those future projections of getting a solid team and start competing in uh these conventions like the nace which is the national association of collegiate esports and start kind of bringing into that factor and start winning some of these events that's kind of what my goal is for the future to start kind of building that team, start winning, kind of branding the name and kind of giving it more exposure to this college and what this programs are able to be about. Right. We give scholarships here and we, we literally built the whole arena uh, for esports itself. So we have a really top of the line computers from I buy power. We custom designed it of uh, high graphics card <laughs> CPU. I'm nerding out from like the specs is actually pretty yeah. good for a college that just started esports, right? Some people just have a, a room and they have computers, but we actually budgeted everything from the room itself to the computers, to the tables, to the lights and the computer, uh, the teacher table, which is a smart desk. I don't even know how the heck they found it, but it's, it's really cool. But yeah. uh, it, we're budgeted well for the esports program. And I feel like that that itself will gain fundamentals like, hey, we're taking this seriously and we're looking to make a wave in the future. So that's kind of my outlook of how this program should go. I absolutely love to hear, you know, hopefully COVID goes away quicker um, than later. And hopefully we can return to that sense of normalcy and really see, you know, all these great programs that are in that startup phase, um, especially yeah. collegiate level, just take off, right? Programs like, yeah. you know, have the right people in the right place and have that, you know, good budget and good kind of mentality. And I think, you know, once COVID goes away and those opportunities arise again, um, just a, you know, simple, the sky's the limit at that point, right? Um, but my last question before we do wrap up here is looking at the collegiate esports scene uh, more broadly, right? Holistically, comprehensively, um, and all your experience in the esports scene, you know, what do you think needs to change or be improved on or something that's really, you know, awesome, but needs to be, you know, exist in a larger fashion um, to really keep esports growing at the rate it's on, right? Obviously, it's growing so fast and so quickly. 
Um, but at the same time, it's still kind of small at that collegiate level, right? You know, there's a lot of great programs um, in and around the country, but it's not collegiate football. It's not yeah. collegiate basketball. So what needs to happen um, for us to reach that level as an industry? Mm, of course. So the funny thing you were talking about, if you like a month ago, I went to a seminar for the NACE, right? And it's really crazy to see how there, we had over 200 to 250 esports coaches and directors in this call. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of talking about the future growth of esports, how we're able to change that. And looking at it, we were speaking about grabbing into the school, elementary school, middle school and high school market, mm -hmm. right? And kind of start educating them when they were younger. So the great thing about Skillshot Media, which is a company in Atlanta owned by Hi-Rez, right? They're actually very focused on high school leagues, right? They, have, they give students opportunities, hey, join this league, you're able to get scholarship money for a college that has esports, right? And that itself is just kind of growing into the smaller scene. If we're able to kind of grow from the students, like I said, from the very beginning, you grow the future of esports, right? Imagine this, once we have kids, if we do have kids, our kids are going to grow up and esports is going to be a regular thing for them, right? Mm -hmm. This is not going to be, oh, you know, they're going to like an esports team, like how they like an NFL team or a basketball team or a baseball team. It's going to happen, right? And it's going to, the program is so new, but it's already starting already, right? We already are having the groundworks of kind of bringing in gaming into the elementary school and start teaching those kids at a very young age and kind of educating them that this is a thing right and kind of showcasing that and we're bringing those programs into those schools that are k-12 now mm -hmm. and that itself you already know that's that's the changes to history the kids are the future right when they grow up they're gonna do something like this right mm -hmm. so we're able to kind of teach that and be for be the growth of esports in the future right once you do that they're gonna know it like any other team and we're looking to do that. And those are going to teach their kids about esports and so on and so on. And we're building a tree of the future of this industry. And for me, that's amazing because you don't really see that much. Esports into schools, that's just like itself. It's just, wow, that five years ago, this was not a thing, right? This was not a thing at all. Yeah. And now it just started coming. And like, like we are the proven fact that if, you're, if you like gaming, you're able to want to pursue it, you can have a career in it, yep. right? I'm working. I go to work to play games, learn about games and teach people how to games. That's, that's a dream come true. Right. And now we're able to bring that as a, Hey, we're, we're the first gen, but we're going to bring history and bring people up. Like, Hey, keep rebuilding, keep building, keep building. So that's, I feel like that's what the future is. And that's what we're doing right now. And there's, it just takes time. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's so important is, you know, to really, educate these kids and their parents too of all the opportunities that you said in the career path right it's like the chance of going pro gaming is very small but the chance of getting a job in the esports industry is very large right it's very it's a stark difference there's so many opportunities in the esports industry that the students and the parents need to learn about so they can pursue those pathways right and you know colleges reaching out other companies you know developing these programs and these platforms so that they can pursue their goals is absolutely beautiful right because i always say yeah. that there's nothing more beautiful than, you know, a kid, a young kid or a young student being able to wake up every day, be passionate about something that they do in their life and being able to pursue that into college, into the workforce and into the later part of their life, which is just awesome to say in general. Um, but unfortunately, we, we are out of time. Yep. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Real quick, if you will, go ahead, plug yourself, plug Cotty College. Tell us where we can keep up to date with everything you're doing, um, both in the college and outside of the college, um, on social media, Twitter, Instagram, websites, anywhere else. 
Okay, perfect. Um, well, I don't really use social media much, even though I should, <laughs> because I'm in this industry. But uh, I have a Twitter that I kind of watch closely at Life of Bovi Z um, okay. at Twitter.com. Uh, our Cotty, Cotty College is located in Nevada, uh, Missouri. It's a all-female college. Uh, you can find them at Cotty.edu. Very simple. And we actually have an esports page at Cotty GG um, at Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And we're kind of building that social media platform from it. That's obviously new, but um, yeah. there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. That's about it. But at the end, I appreciate, you know, speaking with you and kind of, you know, rant about yeah. esports. You know, I oh, like ranting yeah. about it. So this brings it. me joy anyway. So um, I appreciate you having me here and, you know, I had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Until the next time, right? And obviously we have returning guests come on the show for a yeah. number of different opportunities in our SpinCast series. It's going to take off a little bit once we get into the fall. Um, really excited for all those ideas that are in the in the back room right now. But once they yeah. come out, um, it'll be awesome. But, you know, once again, thank you for taking the time. You know, great topics talking about esports and everything in between and all the different experiences you have to really showcase to our high school students um, that there, these opportunities exist, right? And this was, you know, now and in the past. Imagine what it looks like in five years, 10 years, and so on and so yeah. forth. Um, but ultimately, to our viewers and listeners, thanks for staying the entire time. Um, stay healthy and stay happy out there. COVID's still a thing. Take care of your loved ones. Take care of yourself. And ultimately, stay plugged in. Mm-hmm.